0: You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young.
1: Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we are here with Isaac and Asher from Hardwood Creations. Now, right now, a lot of us, uh, you're probably you know in your house a lot looking at the same kitchen, Uh, That you've probably looked at for a very long time. And it's now probably turned into a corporate break room, a snack vendor. Heck, now you're doing school, homeschooling in your kitchen. Can you imagine? And if you're a lot like us, you've walked into that kitchen for the 57th time each day and said, this needs work. I got to fix this. Well, kitchen and bath renovations have always been popular home improvement projects. And the centerpiece is always cabinets. My wife is a realtor. She always talks about cabinets. If you don't have cabinets that are great, it's one of the first things that you need to change. And so today on the Brand Builders Podcast, we have Isaac and Asher both of them are uh, are part of the family that created Hardwood Creations, and let me tell you, they do some beautiful work. They work with some of the best custom home builders in the area. If you haven't heard about them, you're about to right now, and we're so excited to welcome both of them to the this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast.
0: Yeah, what's yeah, thanks up? thanks for having us, guys. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us. So, First, tell us a little bit about Hardwood Creations, like what kind of work do you do, and And does it go beyond cabinets? Are you specifically cabinets and so on?
2: Yeah. So, um, we've been in the Charlotte market for about 20 years. Uh, our dad started the company in 1997. So we were just little kids. Then I was 10, Isaac was eight. And, uh, so we kinda were able to grow up in a household where, you know, we saw our dad start the business from absolutely nothing. Um, so today we do high-end kitchen, bathroom remodels. Uh, mostly we do cabinetry. We've done some furniture stuff, but we're uh, trying to get more into millwork and the the whole package in the future. Uh, primarily, right now we're we're just cabinets. So uh, bookcases, kitchens, islands, the whole nine yards. I mean, we've done humongous houses. Uh, you can't even imagine how how much your cabinet budget can be in some um, houses, but it turns out fantastic. I mean, to see the finished product is just really cool for me. Um, so yeah, that's, that's our bread and butter. And uh, you know, like I said, our dad started the company. Um, it was been really cool for me and Isaac now kind of taking over the business and, and to keep it in the family, but just to be able to see like what hard work my dad went in uh, to start with nothing. I mean, we are living in a double wide mobile home we had no money to buy food. I remember we would have to go uh, like get unclaimed pizzas at the end of the day, because like my dad (laughs) couldn't even pay for food on the table. But looking back, it was so inspirational to me now to see him go through that. And that, you know, now we have 30 employees. Um, We're looking to, you know, go into a new building, buy land, We, we can't even, you know, fit in the building we're in. So we've been blessed with just incredible growth. And it's been really fun for, for me and for Isaac to be able to see the process of getting a business to kind of this point now. And um, so I kind of do the uh, production management, the the financial side, Isaac's more of the creative uh, design engineering, that kind of stuff. So, you know, me and him have a really good um, complementary skills, I think. And so it's really fun for me to work with Isaac um, and just. Building up a brand and building up a business, um, I'm super excited about the the types of jobs we've created. Uh, I hired a, a bunch of refugees out of Vietnam and Burma, which has been like I almost feel like an extension of a ministry or something because it's been able to create these really good jobs for for these guys and just we have a fantastic work environment. So I I love waking up every morning and coming to work because like the guys have a huge smile on their face. Like they don't complain for the most part. I mean, it's just a it's a good family, you know? So um, I'm super excited about what's in the future for us and how we can continue to grow in the Charlotte market. Uh, we have a ton of ideas. Me and Isaac are both really ambitious people. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just excited uh, where, where it's gonna go in the future. You know? <laughs>
1: Did you guys always, um, when you grew up, you mentioned that you were 10 years old and uh, in 1997, you were obviously 20 years old as we went into what I would say probably is the one big recession that we've dealt with in in our lifetime. I graduated college into 2007 and there were a lot of people that didn't get jobs. I was lucky to get a job. So yeah, yeah, so you not only saw what happened, but your father, you're building cabinets for homes, right? I mean, it it was, so tell us about that, but also did that motivate you to go into the company? Yeah.
2: So that's a, uh, this is a great uh, question. I graduated in 2009. I, at this point, Isaac was still in high school, but I, you know, I went and got a bachelor's in business and I was so excited. I'm going to go out in the world and get this great job. And boom, the recession hits and I couldn't find a job anywhere. And so I ended up, you know, I remember after college, I said, the one thing I'm going to do is I'm definitely not moving back in, at home. And guess what I did? I moved back <laughs> in with mom and dad. So, so I had to really suck it up. I, I I, was living off of like 800 bucks a month or something. I, uh, I ended up just by default working part-time for my dad, but then it kind of morphed into a management position for me. And it just kind of naturally happened. Now I am so, I'm actually looking back. I'm so glad I did graduate in that time because it, it's helped me show how my dad weathered a storm he went from 17 employees to four in six months i mean it was crazy how quick the the housing market just collapsed and you know the
3: the four employees that he had were mostly. it was all family except for one one guy who's still he he works here uh he's in our engineering, engineering department and most of us worked like 10 hours a week and we played a lot of ping pong. Oh yeah, we got good at <laughs> we showed up and we just like, you know, four it, hours of ping pong and then you got a job and then the, the checks would always be late. And man, it, was, it was like, hey, are we getting paid this week? Yeah, like, it was oh, just an uh, option. We
2: don't even know if there's paychecks this week or not. Oh, but it, it was awesome. I mean, like looking back at it was hard, but I think both of us are much stronger This time around, because we see, you know, there's been another recession, but I mean, our business has just been booming, but we're cautiously optimistic, right? Because going through that and seeing that it makes us when we're making business decisions, we can, we can, you know, be a little bit more cautious and be um, aware of what potentially could, could happen in the future. So, right. I think it's been good.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, the, the challenges are what makes us strong. So you're right, that was a blessing. And frankly, you had nowhere to go but close or up. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> right. And uh, I, I hear you. We, we started uh, Dunstan Group in 2008, uh, right around that time. And uh, yeah, broke as a joke, had nowhere to go but here. <laughs> and here we are again. But, but it's, it's that reminder of uh, what it can be. And like you said, cautiously optimistic, I think is a great mindset. Right. Save so for the rainy day always you know i would imagine tell us a little bit about this you said you're busy out just crazy right now people are at home people are like man i've been looking at these old cabinets for however long i've lived here and i'm ready to move forward are Are you seeing a lot of that with just builders or uh, let me ask you this do you work through builders or do you work direct with consumer um and how does how does that work and you know tell us a little bit about the current environment with that
3: right right so we're actually we're we're out in belmont and we're we're located in this uh there's a lot of old mills here uh in belmont and we're we're kind of off the beaten path it's a it's a really nice area next to the river but you you you'd have to really look to find us so we pretty much get like no walk-ins and you know i'm not i'm not saying we're like you know, different, like don't want that, but, uh, we really do work through builders, designers, architects, a lot of it's just relational, um, uh, relationship that has driven us to this point. And, you know, that's to, to shout out to, to my dad, you know, he was, he was awesome how he built up, uh, you know, for 15 years, uh, really, really running this thing solo before we, maybe a little bit less, but before we really started getting involved in Um, you know, he built it up on, on just reputation and, and, you know, people would come to him Hey, oh, you know, we need this rush job. And he's like, man, I can't get it. Like, that's not realistic. I'm so sorry. Uh, you can go to somebody else or, you know, you can stick with me and I'll, I'll give it to you on the time I say, and he's, he's managed to just keep people with him for that reason is, uh, we can actually stay on time because we're not going to just say some crazy promise. Um, and we, we take a lot of time with our work. So, so that's been a huge blessing that uh, we walked into to that environment that he he stabilized. Because the hard part of the business is getting that, and you know, getting those repeat um, people that trust you. And uh, so, it's pretty cool because a lot of the designers and builders we work with they like coming back to us because uh, we stick with what we say and uh, we can we can come in on time. So yeah, so most of those most of those are. Um, repeat, repeat builders. And, and I think, you know, I think just with the environment, I, I I'm a little bit confused economically, because, um, you know, you mentioned, you mentioned, uh, like, why, why are we, I suppose, growing? And then you see the recession, you're like, what's happening? I think, I think it's kind of like, probably about what, six months ago, you know, you're just like, okay, what, what's happening here? And it's been weird. I, I think some of the jobs are getting now, has be become from other shops just struggling to manage their workload. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's just like this huge growth hitting Charlotte, and then like a cabinet shop says, "Whoa, new work! You guys are coming with a lot new work." Yeah, we can take it. We can take it. And and they don't have maybe the systems or the team or the capacity. And then so we're seeing like this work that that was consistently going to other uh, shops, and for whatever reason they're like, "Hey, hey, could you guys uh, jump in on this one?" And then they they like our product and they kind of stick with it. So. This this last year, I think we're projecting about a forty percent year over year growth this year, which is which is insane for the corona times, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Like, oh, yes. I, I thought we were gonna we were gonna we didn't know what we we're gonna yeah, do. Yeah, we that. were
2: preparing to lay people off. I, I remember when this hit in March, I was already like painstakingly making my list of who I would have to lay off and dude, two months later, I'm hiring four more people. It was just absolutely insane. So, I mean, I can't completely explain it. Like Isaac said, we are gaining market share, but as a whole, the Charlotte residential high end market seems to be very healthy. And doing really well. So, and like you said, man, if people are quarantined in their house, looking at their kitchen. They're like, I gotta redo this. Yeah, maybe that's like it. you were saying. It's your office now. It's your homeschool. It's, it's, nice it's
0: everything. Oh, and by the way, we're gonna buy the mountain home or the beach home now too because we're right. sick of sitting in here.
1: Yeah, I, I just want to let you guys know that this episode's gonna get me in a lot of trouble with my wife. So I really appreciate that. <laughs> really we'll appreciate. sign you up for the schedule, man. Yeah, appreciate that. Um, But in all seriousness, I, I think what you guys mentioned is something that we we pride ourselves in. Uh, and it's never trying to overpromise and underdeliver, Right. And, uh, right, and, right. and you have to know how big of a bite you can take because if you do that, that, that never comes back. Right. We always talk, you know, if, if I'm going to tell you, I'm going to get you something a week, I'm going to tell you it's a week. I'm gonna get it to you in three days. Right. And then you're happy. If I told you I was going right. to get it to you in three days and get it to you in five, you're not happy. And yeah. so I think you guys have done a great job of that and building it. And the one thing that you guys mentioned is building partnerships with custom home builders. And one thing that I think uh, in in this time is local business needs to work with local business and, and uh-huh. consumers need to work with local business. And I put it this way, if you have a local business that you enjoy or a local business that you like, or you're not trying to find a local business, then you might never have that opportunity to buy from that local business again, right? right. So, so the ability to support your community right now is more important than ever, maybe not in necessarily a business like yours where you're growing. But the reality is, is that if I had a choice from working with somebody that was in the Charlotte region and I was building a custom home with a Josh Jones, then the reality is I would want all of that to be in the Charlotte area. Right. And and it doesn't take away from the quality because obviously you guys go check out their Facebook page. It's amazing. You guys have some amazing things. And so kudos to you on that. Now I want to jump into something that I think is very fascinating when it comes to cabinets in general. In that styles, designs, and how quickly they change, right? So, like, my wife's a realtor, so you know, it's like white is in, cream is in, this is in, and then it's like, well, is it going to go to black in like three years? How quickly does that change? How do you stay on top of that? And like, where do you come up with your design ideas?
3: Yeah, so uh, you Uh, know, he's a designer. So, so I kind of, I kind of run our, 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 it's called called our front end. So, all of our designing and engineering—that's a lot of my domain, you know. So I, uh, not, this is an off topic. We will lead into your question. But uh, so I, once I graduated high school, my wife was uh, in New Zealand and I met her in this exchange student thing. So I lived there for four years. We had two kids and we ended up moving back here. But wow. a lot of my time in New Zealand was, uh, man, it was awesome there. I, I loved dude, it there. Yeah. We'll talk <laughs> about yeah. that yeah. in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Why, well, why'd you know go <laughs> back, Yeah, wow. dude.
0: What's wow. Up, man? <laughs> <laughs> there, it's my dream geez, place. Yeah. You
3: know, they're like you know you go to myrtle beach here you go to you get hilton head we just we just went there and like it's just there's a lot of people there's a lot of congestion um a lot of places around here you know you have all the states going to these beaches you go to new zealand there's five people on this magnificent beach cliffs i mean it's it's awesome and so but a lot of my a lot of my taste has really been driven by um some of some of that so that's my personal taste but also when you look progressively at uh the US compared to uh, like just general trends. A lot of times it's just it's just trailing a bit um, from a lot of the European driven markets. So, um, you know, when we were doing these, uh, I think probably like 80s. Uh, you have all these manufacturers producing these face frame and the, the doors are kind of overlaying. It's, it's not all flush. It's not clean. Um, but, you know, that was just what we did. Then there was a more efficient way that came out to make cabinets. But because all these big systems are set up, that kind of affects the taste. And so everybody was still a little bit trailing. And um, so what I would say about like, general trends is, is it stays around for five years, and it's kind of slowly morphing. But um, my big perspective is like, you know, ultimately, I, I've seen what I, I would say I've seen the light, and it's a little bit more modern. But uh, and I believe ultimately that's where Charlotte, a lot of city markets, that's where they're gonna be going. And so it's really important for me um, to, to set up uh, design and engineering around efficiency and around where that trend will be. So, you know, a lot of what we're, we're pursuing isn't gonna be something that we see kind of phasing out. We're mm-hmm. gonna be looking forward towards, it, it is a little bit more modern and some people might resist that. They'd be like, oh man, that's too clean. That's too white, that's too dentist office. But um, I don't know, when you immerse yourself in some of that, that, those designs, it's cool. It, it's really neat, and if it's done well, it's really impressive. That being said, the main bread and butter we're doing right now is, is a shaker-style white, and you're doing that in the nicest home out there. It's just because it's people like that in Charlotte. Um, but we're definitely seeing plenty of people doing a lot more sleek, modern, uh, very flat, not too much detail, just the little gaps between the doors. Um, you know, even no hardware,
2: just push, push the door and it pops right open, stuff like and that. And I think one thing that's really cool about design is especially with cabinets is when a homeowner comes into our showroom and actually sees something that they didn't even expect, like they actually can find what they really wanted just by seeing something new, you know? And right. so a lot of, um, like we work with a lot of designers and the designers have ideas and, and all that kind of stuff. but. We're really trying to invest in the new building we're building. We're actually going to build out a larger showroom that uh, interior designers can come and collaborate with us. And I think that's a huge point in just uh, investing more money into the ability to kind of create an immersive environment where the customer can come in, they can pick their fabrics, their their, uh, quartz countertops, and look at the newest trends in cabinetry. And so we really want to invest in that so that they are able to stay up with the trends and they're able to actually see that I've been in so many old showrooms and it's just so dated, you know? And so that's something that we really invest in heavily. Yeah. I love it. So,
1: so tell me, um, price is a factor. You obviously mentioned some of the nicest homes in Charlotte. If we have a, a consumer that's uh, that's looking right now, whether it's through a builder or whatnot, what, I mean, what are the price ranges? That is an unfair question to ask, but I just want to know yeah. I mean, what are we looking at? Right.
3: Sure, sure. Yeah, you know, you know, not to beat around the bush. Obviously those can uh really fluctuate. Um it's it, you know, I'd say I'd say just as people, like you have this like real big guilt thing if you just inflate prices uh unjustified. So we try our best to keep our, you know, our price related to, to what we're giving people because, you know, there's a lot of scenarios when you build trust that you're like, well, you can do whatever, but ultimately that you're going to, you're going to s- screw your relationship in the end and it's not going to be a good thing. So um, I'd say most of all, we really tried to leave that up to the customer. You know, some people, for example, for example, I'll just give you an example. A lot of people in, in Charlotte or even in the U S they're like, well, plywood, you know, plywood, that's we have to have plywood, you know, it's built with the trees, it's how, how, you know, this is the right thing to do. It's the best product. And if you go into a lot of European markets, uh, plenty of people say, oh, use MDF, you know, and this is like this composite man-made material it has a lot of poor reputation here. Now we, we really try to educate our customers and let them make a lot of choices and say, Hey, this product is more expensive than this product. And, and we've done projects like just just cabinetry alone, you know, we've done full houses for forty thousand dollars, but we've also done full houses for over three hundred fifty thousand dollars, and that's just cabinets. So, I mean, obviously, there's a lot more rooms. <laughs> he's, he's worried. I know you're
2: worried about your wife now. Three hundred
1: fifty thousand. I hope to God one day I own a house that I can call you guys and get three hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of. Uh, yeah, standards. it's
2: it's amazing that I've bought. Tons of rental properties that are way less than the pre- the budget of the cabinets that we put in some of these houses. <laughs>
1: so
2: we do, we do, and we've done we've done projects like five thousand or ten thousand. I mean, it's it's all across the board. It depends on sorry, you know what you want. But um, what being fully custom, it's so hard whenever somebody asks us about price yeah. because um, there is so many variables. But a typical kitchen could be twenty.
3: I think, yeah, to like give that. you a straight gauge, if you're doing a normal, like, let's say, like, three, four, four bedroom, like, really decent house, um, you know, nothing, like, extravagant, but really, I mean, really nice, uh, we could probably, it, we'd probably land around 30 to 40 grand for the entire house, it's bathrooms, um, other stuff, a lot of times that would exclude closets, uh, we're not doing a, a super, uh, budget version of a closet. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to call it bad because a lot of those closets are really great. It's just, it's a pretty functional space, but yeah, that's about maybe 10 rooms, uh, basic rooms.
0: Interesting. So you design, you build and install? Is that Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Everything awesome. is taken care of. Yeah. Do you paint you know, too or can, is that left oh. up to the painters? Do um, you put a coating on it or is, is that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll use a, a conversion varnish. We'll put three coats on it. It's, it's a lacquer. It's the the best finish you can and really finish sets cabinets apart a, a lot because that's, what's going to take a beating, right? You're going to get grease. You're going to get grime on your, on your kitchen cabinets. And if it holds up, you know, that's going to be a big selling point. So, yeah.
0: Do you also sell the hardware, uh, you know, the handles and things like that, we, or is that have, just a separate deal?
2: No, we have, but uh, typically the homeowner ends up picking that at the very end, so it's very hard to get those decisions up front. But you no, know, we have. Gotcha. Uh, but a lot of times they choose
3: well, ultimately that. people, you know, they're they're like building their dream home, so they're perusing the internet. They find something in Amazon and Bulgaria, and they're like this and so like you know and they'll find it for some good price and you're like well i'm not going to artificially mark up your price just go buy it and our guy will install it it, yeah and you tell us where you want it like it's it's
2: easier because they really want something specific so
0: what is your timeline on this stuff generally speaking
2: so right now we're we're uh, quite backed up but if you get into you know first meeting um it typically takes three to four weeks from there and then you're on our production lead time so that's uh, six to eight weeks. So, I mean, right now, if you just called us right now and you want a kitchen, it's probably, you know, 10 to 12 plus weeks, but usually it's a little less than that. We're just so slammed right now. Honestly, we're, we're crazy. That's
1: crazy. awesome. You know, yeah, I wanted absolutely- to, Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, I wanted to thank you for answering the question that I asked you because we're in the custom space as well. And when somebody calls me and says, well, what's the price of that? There are so many variables, the word that you used. And the reality is, is that we're going to walk you through that process. We're going to create a custom experience right. every single time. And that's right. what you guys are providing and, and what you guys do. And I think that's really unique. It's not, you know, turnkey to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm going to go online and I'm going to click this and I'm going to get it. How many right. people would know what they truly want if they did it that way? Yeah, you might right, get the right. price, but are you going to be happy with it? And I think with right. you guys. As you you you're Especially when you get your new showroom, and we have a beautiful showroom. It, it's showing people the possibilities, and that creates the vision that they want. And then not only does that not really take away, I don't want to say it takes away the price because price is, is important, but you're going to create something that they're going to be happy with. And when they're right. in their kitchen, they're super excited. So I, I, uh, I appreciate you answering the question because we get the question all the time. Well, how much for that uh, t-shirt over there? I'm like, oh, let's talk. There's a lot of things that could come into play there. So I appreciate you answering that question.
3: Yeah.
1: Right. So I want to talk about, um, you guys, you obviously are growing your, your, your 10 to 12 weeks is awesome. I love that you guys are saying that you're growing for, for 40, uh, 40% this year. Where is this organization going to go? Where's the vision? Um, where do you guys want to see this organization in five to 10 years?
3: No, you go. go so, you know, a lot of, a lot of my vision is, I mean, I'm a, I'm a really, I'm in a a lot of ways, I'm a perfectionist, which is a a problem for me. And that's why it's sometimes I have to be removed out of some of the systems (laughs) because I'll, I'll like highlight things that aren't even necessary. Nobody (laughs) ever see that. So it's, that's a problem, but they're there at the same time, there's a real big efficiency um, mind that, that I have uh, in creating a system. And a lot of times I think uh, that as a company, we really, really will, um, we'll really be able to build a better process for the end customer and the builder and the designer, if we can uh, accommodate them in more uh, factors than one. So I think my real goal where we're going is uh, interiors and that would be architectural interiors right now. We're doing a little bit of uh, stuff when I, when I say interiors, that's a very broad word, but we're doing a little bit in the commercial space through other uh, partners that that really handle that back end side, but I think residential uh, architectural interiors is really my goal. So that would include uh, millwork, closets, um, uh, countertops, and a lot of uh, cabinetry. A lot of the reason I want to handle that stuff is because I feel like there's less people that you have to try to negotiate through and make little things intersect with each other. So your efficiency improves pretty dramatically. And the customer experience is actually a lot better because you walk into one place and you have, and he, he, alluded to this is like we want to have uh we're building this or looking at building this new building at the moment and we want to have a design center where our builders and designers can um bring their people that that's not even really related to us. They can host their own meeting there. But it's because it it's actually solving a problem more efficiently, I believe. Um and I think we'll be able to keep our prices actually nice, but really have a a really uh superior product. So that's really the goal if you could get to one' word
2: and be uh luxury interiors and I think uh, just to, just to add one thing to that um what, one thing that is really important to me as we build a new building and hire more people is really thinking about the employees and the jobs we're creating um so it's very important for me to create a really good work environment I and mean, we're we're designing the break room right now and we're talking about putting a rock wall oh, in and stuff sweet. and and a, a little gym in the in the break room and having like you know, a pool table, ping pong table. And I just think there's so much to, to creating a good work environment where people want to come work for you and they feel uplifted. Dude, I've helped so many people buy their first house because they're working here. And that kind of, it just brings me a lot of joy to, to create good jobs and have a good family where you're actually feeling like you're elevating people. So that's that's super important to me as well as the, the, what we're doing for our customers. I love it.
1: Yeah, Yeah. that's something, and I'm sure your dad is very proud of both of you. And, and um, you know, I'm lucky enough to work for Scott Dunstan. And it's amazing when you have a leader that gives you the opportunity to not only make mistakes, but to ultimately grow and to learn yeah. and, and to create that work environment that you want to be in. I mean, when I go to work every day, I'm excited, right? Like I yeah. love my job. I love the environment. And I think you guys have created that, you know, through cabinets. And it doesn't matter necessarily what industry you're in or what right, product you're exactly. selling. It all starts from the top to the bottom. And um, yeah. that's so cool that you just said, you know we actually have a, an employee now who's building her first home right and yeah. and it's and it, i mean she comes in and she's just like y'all the foundation's going up and like i know, I, know, yeah. I mean that's cool as hell right to yeah, listen to that and so like cool.
2: it, it makes right. me so excited yeah, yeah.
1: To see, to, it's just so it's so cool and i have nothing to do with it but it's like oh that's so cool because she's happy and i'm happy and i know that makes scott happy so that's really right. neat that you guys have uh, have created that so right now if, if we we do work with a lot of uh, of custom home builders um, we do a lot of work with them. They're, they're great. If, if we have custom home builders, if we have, have consumers that are interested, or interested, what's the best way to get in touch with you guys and what's the best way to, to make that happen?
3: So uh, <laughs> I would like to say we have this like really great program. You come hit a website and it's all professional. It's currently it's currently down, and a lot of that's due because we're just growing too fast. And if we keep growing, we're like,
0: oh no! no don't I'm, I'm <laughs> i not need the website.
1: I'm not gonna lie. I went to your website, and it's like, sorry for the inconvenience. I was like, dang man, they must be. They don't even want you to go on their website. They're killing it.
2: So <laughs> no, Instagram is the best.
3: In- yeah. Instagram okay, cool.
2: is the best way. We
3: try to really stay pretty relevant with um with our uh photos. we were posting once a day to really try to keep people engaged in seeing what we're doing, seeing the trends. Um, it's not really as much of a sales tool as much as it is just like, uh, connect with us, uh, or, or, you know, see what's out there. Um, but if you definitely, if you want like to, to at least get involved with us and, and maybe reach out to see if we're a good fit for you, the best way is if you go to our website, it does have an email address and that's sales at our and, um, yeah, ultimate, ultimately we are, we, we have built a really cool system. So even it's actually really, this is really to Asher, um, uh, credit to him is even though we're growing 40%, we're actually somehow able to handle it. And that's a lot due to what he spoke about having a team, having people that actually have a fit into a system that really can manage it. So we definitely welcome a new business. If, if that's something people are looking for
1: for definitely go to, uh, so it's Instagram it's hardwood creations, NC, obviously all one word, uh, and follow them. I'm, I'm scrolling through it right now. And, um, like, you're going to get me in trouble, dude. Like, what's <laughs> there? I, I'm just kidding. But definitely check them out, follow them. Like this is really cool stuff. And also like they mentioned the showroom in the future, you'll be able to go in there and check it out. But this is a great lookbook, you know, of what they're doing and the ideas and the trends. And I love that you mentioned that you were in New Zealand and you follow European trends as well. And that we're a little bit behind that, like that's such a unique approach, right? That's different than what probably other people are doing just because you were exposed to a completely different continent and a completely different region that has completely different taste And who doesn't want some inspiration from New Zealand? Let's go. Oh, yeah. That's a good place to be inspired. Yeah, absolutely. So that's awesome. Well, before we let you guys go, um, you know, I do want to uh, ask both of you just kind of a, a simple question. What do you guys think the number one key to, to your organization has been um, to, to be successful? Is it is it your culture? Is it the people? I just want to know. I mean, I, I feel like I might know this answer, but it's always good to see from an organization that not only has, has gone through one recession, but they're going through another one. They've continued to grow. You've had your ups and downs, but ultimately you position yourself to be here for a really long time and make a, a, a lot of impact, not only for the people that work for you, but the people that you work for.
2: Yeah. It's, it's by far the team. So, I mean, it, so if you think about it, a business, the, the, the point is to serve the customers, but if you think about it, if you don't take care of your employees first, you don't, you can't serve the customers. So, you know, I'm currently in the production manager role and I've gone through 200 guys in the shop over the last 10 years. And we've really got our turnover down now because I made it a point to find the best people, spend a lot of time recruiting, and pay them well, um, and then create rewards, incentives, bonus structure and stuff like that, and, and go out and find the best people. And that goes back to the work environment we're trying to create. So really a lot, it's kind of cool because a lot of other pieces fall into place when you ha- realize you can't do it all yourself. So when I learned how to delegate better and that I'm not good at everything and to find people that are good at your weaknesses and create that complementary roles. I mean, it's just, it's so much more manageable and it feels so much more scalable at this point now because now I can hire two guys over in this department, plug them in, two guys in this department, hire another engineer, plug them in. And it's such a such a more scalable model when you don't feel like all that burden is on your shoulders, you know? So that's for me. I, I, I mean, I'd say super similar to him, but it's uh,
3: very similar in the way of you have to create a win-win um, for your people. Like if, if you have a mindset Man, if I pay you a little bit less, you know, I, I'm gonna have a little bit more money in my pocket. If you do that, you're really not creating a win-win. You're trying to, you're trying to. I mean, it's greed, I guess. But um, if you create a win-win for your people, they'll they'll want to be with you, and that it really is. It goes exactly with what he said, team. So it's trying to create a win-win for our team and and bring our people just a really great uh, lifestyle and uh, life. So yeah,
0: that's. That's awesome, man. Yeah. We, we run parallels in that thought process. I mm-hmm. think it's great. I think it's the only way. Um, yeah. and, and it's obviously creating success for you guys. And uh, yeah. congratulations, man. It's, it's always you. great yeah. to hear uh, folks yeah. doing well, for sure. Cool. Thanks thank you. so much. For us, uh, thanks for having us. Guys. Yeah,
1: thank you guys. So if you are if you're listening, please like, share, follow. Go check out Hardwood Creations NC on Instagram. Uh it's gonna be amazing if you if you want to get in touch with them, you can get that information. And as well, if you want us to get you in touch with them, we can do that. But uh, you know, Isaac and Asher, thank you so much. I, I um it's so cool to see, you know, I don't wanna call you kids because you're not kids, but it, it's 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 cool <laughs> kids, yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm a kid too. But it's cool to see people in the in the family and And continue to take something that was a passion of your dad uh, and now, you know, kind of a different spin on it and add what your creations or your kind of uh experience have been whether it's being yeah. in new zealand whether it's you know coming out of college and, and not having a job and literally having to move home like they're those are totally two different but i know that's like yin and yang and you guys together can form this culture that's what you have done and i right. and i'm excited to follow it man and when you guys get the showroom open let us know oh, for um sure. we yeah, would love gonna- we would love for you to come check out our showroom and then you yeah. can tell us uh Tell us how cool it is because we think it's pretty cool. But um, thank you guys so much, man. It's been a pleasure. And uh, until next time, you've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast.
0: You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.